to Disorderly Dogs, the podcast for dog owners. If you find yourself in precarious predicaments with your dog, this podcast is for you. I'm Rachel Harris. I'm a certified professional dog trainer, and I hope to give you a fresh outlook on your dog's behavior and practical dog training advice. All right, everybody. I know that CBD is a hot topic and rightfully so. There's a lot of misinformation surrounding CBD, but I tell you what, there's a lot of pretty amazing evidence for how amazing CBD can be for not only humans, but also for our pets. Uh, the ladies at Vet CS uh, were on the podcast recently. It was episode 148. Give it a listen. You will learn a lot. Um, but I use Vet CS products for me. I use Vet CS products for the dogs. And I tell you what, Tiva, as she ages, the CBD is just amazing for her arthritis. And Waylon greatly benefits from the CBD too. So if you've been considering CBD for you or for your pet, check out VetCS.com. And you can use code DisorderlyDogs for 10% off your first purchase. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Disorderly Dogs, the podcast. I am your host, Rachel R. Harris. I'm a certified professional dog trainer, and I'm pretty much obsessed with reactive and aggressive dogs. It's like my favorite subject. If you're new around here, we have an online coaching program for reactive dogs called Reactive Redefined. Um, It has been beautiful. We have sent almost 70 total teams through the program. All of them have made huge strides, and it has been so amazing to be a part of so many reactive dogs' journeys. So if you have a reactive dog, and you need guidance, check out the new free Reactive Redefined mini course. So we realize that a lot of people are struggling with reactive dogs and Reactive Redefined can't be open 24-7. So we decided to make a free course so that you had somewhere to get started, some trustworthy information to implement um, until you can get the support you need, whether that's from us or a positive reinforcement trainer in your area. So you can check out the show notes for the link to the free course. Hey, and do us a favor, if you have friends or family members who own a dog who can act reactively, barking, lunging, generally losing it, do us a favor and share the free course with them. Our goal is really to reach all the amazing people who are trying to do their best for their dogs, but they're feeling overwhelmed and frustrated with their dog's behavior, and they're not really sure what to do. We know what to do, and we want to be there to coach and support you along the way. So I hope you all enjoyed the last episode uh, where I talked about motion being a cue. If you have a herding dog, I mean really any dog, but especially all you beautiful people listening, if you have a herding dog and you haven't listened to the previous episode about motion being your cue, you're going to want to listen to it. It's going to give you some really nice tangible steps you can take right away to further communicate better with your dog. So in today's episode, I want to talk about judgment. Um, And I know that that's kind of a a broad topic, like, oh yeah, Rachel, sure, let's just talk about judgment. But I want to talk about the impact that judgment has on our own behavior, and then in turn, the behavior that we display in and around our dogs as far as training is concerned. So something that I think we are all we all fall victim to is the fear of what other people will think about us and our dog's behavior. And we use that judgment to fuel less than ideal training decisions. Um, I think that 
in my experiment experience, that's why a lot of times people go to punishment and aversive training tools is because they are sick of feeling embarrassed and judged by other people because of their dog's behavior. And I, I don't say that with... Um, malice. I say that just because it's the truth, right? And none of us are immune to that. And I don't want to throw anyone under the bus right now, but I want to give you some tangible steps you can take so that you don't fall victim to judgment from other people as the motivation for doing things with your dog. So um, as with everything I talk about on this podcast, obviously we're talking about dog training, but all you wonderful people listening who have been on this ride with me for all almost 150 episodes, you already know that It's so much more about ourselves and our journey to be happy human beings than it is just training dogs. Um, So I want to give you guys just a little bit of backstory about me. So growing up, I was very shy. I was a super shy kid. Um, I didn't even talk. Like my parents sent me to kindergarten and the teachers were so worried because I wouldn't say a word. I was just so fearful and nervous and (laughs) insecure, even just like as a young human being. And thankfully, I have a wonderful family as a support system. I had some fantastic teachers and friends and I was able to kind of flourish and, and come out of that scared shell. But I think that some of that fear some of that insecurity doesn't always leave completely. And for a lot of my life, especially in my teenage years, much of my behavior was driven by what other people thought of me, right? Their judgments about me. Um, My whole premise was being a people pleaser. And as I grow older, as I learn how to be a better adult, as I learn to be the, the best version of myself... I have really come to realize that when we let the judgment, when we let what other people think about us be the main motivator for the choices we make, it is always going to leave us feeling less than, right? So I want to empower all you beautiful people listening to realize that what other people think of your dog's behavior is not your responsibility, It never has been. It never will be. And I'm not saying we need to go out and let our dogs like run amok and like disturb the peace. But what I'm talking about is when your dog is having a hard time and you're doing your best to get them to, you know, do something else behavior wise, you can't let what other people think about that behavior influence how you are going about trying to make that behavior change. Um, And this is not something that I'm immune to, right? I think that all of you listening to this podcast by now have figured out that I have a no bullshit policy. I'm not going to just sit here and be like, you know, I have never felt judgment. I have never let that impact my behavior with my dogs negatively because I have, okay? Like I am human just like all of you are. But I think we have to really focus on the vast majority of the time. We're not letting that judgment from other people fuel our frustration and maybe reaching for punishment with our dogs. So I want to give you an example Um, So when Waylon was younger, we were out walking in a very busy place. And this is a point in time where he was terrible on the leash still. And he was pulling and I saw this guy walking his Belgian Malinois. And the Malinois was like in a perfect heel. 
Um, I will be honest, the dog did actually look very happy. I don't think the guy was using like any sort of negative stuff to train the dog. Like I think the dog was genuinely happy and it brought up a lot of insecurity and shame for me because I, you know, had this dog. I'm a dog trainer. I really wanted to make sure that Waylon's behavior was a reflection of my skill set and my expertise. And long story short, Waylon like lunged across me to go and greet this dog and I felt so horribly embarrassed and what I did was yanked Waylon's leash and kind of gave him a like don't fucking do that and not only did I feel embarrassed then I felt like the world's biggest asshole for yanking at Waylon's leash because I was feeling embarrassed I'm sure those of you listening can relate to that (laughs) we are all human um something that I have really been learning time and time again with Waylon is that when we are out in public, it doesn't fucking matter what other people think of us. What really matters is that Waylon and I are connected as a team and that both of our needs are being met on our outings. Um, and I got to tell you guys, it fills my cup so full to be out with Waylon and connect with him and be doing tons of cookies and just not even letting what other people think about me come into my perception of that moment whatsoever. And this isn't perfect, right? Like it's not a perfect system. I'm not the best version of myself every single day, but the vast majority of times these days, I really have I've come into my own of being able to be present with my dog and remember in those moments they're sacred, right? Those moments with us and our dogs are sacred. And you guys, I I get a little choked up talking about it because I I have loved and lost so many dogs that didn't get to benefit from everything I know now. And I just want you all to remember that our dog's lives are so incredibly short and why not be in the moment and love and embrace them no matter what is going on, no matter what other people think about us. Okay, Um, I know that it's radical and I know that there's so many quote unquote dog trainers that I like to refer to (laughs) as yahoos um, who will preach that you have to punish the dog and tell them no and the dog should be able to walk perfectly past everyone and everything. And I just want you to know that I completely disagree. We are all individuals, us and our dogs and fuck the status quo, right? Like it doesn't matter what society thinks a dog should, should do, be, act, right? None of that matters. What matters is our connection and our relationship with our dogs. So I, I felt like this episode was important, right? And, you know, everyone listening, I'm sure you can hear it in my voice. I have just learned so much from Waylon and I'm so grateful for the the position that I'm in now where we both really get to thrive and love our lives and not feel overwhelmed or stressed by what other people think about us or our behavior. So I want to keep this pretty short and sweet, but I really just wanted to get this off of my heart. I am so immensely grateful for every single one of you listening right now. Yes, I'm talking to you. Thank you for coming on this ride with me. Starting this podcast was just kind of one of those things where I was like having major imposter syndrome and I'm like, I don't know shit. No one's going to want to listen to this podcast. And with each episode, I grow in confidence just a little bit more. And a lot of that is in part to the feedback that y'all have given me. So um, please know that those DMs you send me, those reviews you leave on this podcast, um, they're going directly to my soul and bring 
bringing me a lot of joy. So thank you so very much for positively reinforcing me with your feedback on this podcast. I hope that you all are well wherever you are. Um, and I am already looking forward to the next episode. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you need help with your dog's behavior, you can learn more about our training services at agoodfeelingdogtraining.com. We post training inspiration and training tips almost daily over on the Instagram at agoodfeeling underscore NCO. If you like this podcast, we would be so grateful if you could share it with a friend or family member who could benefit from all of the information. Um, It's been a total delight. We love this podcast so much. And thank you so much for listening to Disorderly Dogs.